Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Football Ramble Preview Show, sponsored by Bet365. Oh, football will be happening soon in the Premier League. Jim Campbell's here. Hello. Luke Moore's here. All right. Pete Donaldson's here. Good afternoon, evening. And me, Marcus Bella. Everybody, it's it's so close. You can taste the Premier League, mm. um, and of course, it's the 25th anniversary of the of Premier football. League. Yeah. <laughs> what, does it, what does it taste of? Then? Does it taste of a 25-year-old single malt? Is that what you're saying? You can it taste, taste of, it. What it does of, it taste of? It tastes of? of a really pricey penny. Yeah, it like? tastes like one of those uh, those coins you get from the post office that's got R2D2 on it. Bit what? of grass in there. There we as go. Well. Mm. That's the type of show it's going to be, Marcus. So good luck. <laughs> Coins, oh. you know, the commemorative coins they have for like stupid things like Star Wars Not or the post office. Yeah, Marcus, you buy yeah. the post office. Marcus, by the way, even Why do you buy your commemorative even, coins? Even, even if you're on board with that, yep. yeah, which I, I've, I've seen those myself, he's mm-hmm. tasting them. Yeah. So, <laughs> he knows what they taste like. And apparently they taste different to a normal coin. coin yeah. Yeah. Apparently, the new uh, Nintendo Switch video game cartridges have got like a, a chemical coating so the kids don't eat them. First thing I did, put one in my mouth. <laughs> Bloody disgusting. Yeah. Oh dear. Well, Bloody what, horrible. Were they quite Moorish before? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Are you sounding like Doritos? Oh, we're getting through packets of them every week. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's expensive. They're like 40 quid a go. I know. Yeah. Yeah. They're like the new Fabergé egg. How many Doritos can crack one of them open? So, <laughs> is that just a sort of standard practice of anything you own? You, you put, put it, in, put it in, your in your mouth, or did you know it had a weird taste yeah. and then do it anyway? Just put it in your mouth. Put everything you own in your mouth, <laughs> is at what the, is my. At the same time. But it is the 25th anniversary of the Premier League, and an Englishman still not won it. Could this be the year? I think it's very right. likely. <laughs> yeah. Very, very <laughs> likely indeed. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, uh, one good thing is that Friday Chris night... Chris are you listening to me? <laughs> well, he's Irish. Oh, yeah, of course he is. That's, <laughs> That's terrible. A one less. Yeah. <laughs> the worst thing was, I was going to say, Mark Hughes. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> There you are, you see. Um, Friday night football is, is very much back. Of course, Arsenal kick things off with Leicester, mm. which is an intriguing one, but we're not going to start with that. In fact, we're going to go to Manchester United because they lost the big one, the Super Cup final, and you obviously have to win the Champions League to get in that. And it, yeah. is, a, it is a major trophy. <laughs> it? You don't it need to is. win the Champions League to get in it. Europa League uh, winners get into it as well. That's what it is. Yeah. I know. Well, uh, true enough. You have so to win a European trophy. You have yeah. to win a European trophy. Yeah. And uh, and it was played in Macedonia. And Real Madrid won 2-1. And Jose Mourinho, I think, said something like between the 20th and 40th minute, Real Madrid played the perfect game. I agree with that. I think I think they were absolutely irresistible. They're, they're, that central midfield is, is, is incredibly mm. good. It's ridiculous, isn't um, it? I was saying earlier to, to a couple of you guys, before we come on air I mean you can make a decent argument and say Modric is now you know probably has been for a bit a 
bit of time the best midfield player in the world Man United it looked like men against boys and if you go back say we're talking about the, the 25th anniversary of the Premier League's inception you go back 15-20 years I mean you wouldn't be able to say that I mean United were obviously very, at the very top of the tree as well mm. um, but they but rallied they did rally they, to be fair to them they did rally I, I thought Fellaini and Lukaku together I, I'm mm. enjoying that it. oh what? bludgeoning just bludgeoning all a, over the place that's a B team isn't it that's a Viking what? invasion of a team <laughs> isn't it it's good to see Fellaini just a monster set him fire to the subs bench yeah <laughs> just get him on there he, it was a wrecking ball he, even, he caused problems even against Real Madrid yeah. <laughs> you sort of see to, you pillage think, that goal but you do think to yourself like okay so he's he's he's, he's bowling Fellaini onto the pitch mm. And actually, against the mighty Real Madrid, <laughs> back-to-back European Champions League winners, there were still a few problems. Yeah. And it is that glorious thing in football, no matter how good you are, <laughs> no matter how wonderful your uh, the, the, the ball retention of that midfield in mm. Real Madrid yeah. and, the, and, the, and the technical ability and, and so on and so forth. A tenacious giant can, yeah. you know, yeah. get something it's out of big, him. bumbling bloke yeah. still has a place <laughs> in football. Yeah. Anyone can batter into you, <laughs> whoever you are. It's like, it's like um, Real Madrid, Real Madrid um, sort of knocking the ball around nicely, looking after it, playing really well, technically fantastic mm. always looking over their shoulder though yeah. Mourinho said yeah. you might be able to have all the ball you might be able to knock it around yeah. us but I'm going to make sure you're worried yeah. Yeah, exactly. you're going to be getting rid of that quickly it's, yeah. like, it's like Mourinho's done the old Vietnam War general and said listen we're going to have to set fire to this pitch to save this then yeah. we're going to set fire to the whole thing you may have more of the ball but you'll have more of the fear would, would Man United fans because um, I watched the game I'm sure you guys did too would, would Man United fans be a little bit concerned by the Paul Pogba performance which is quite difficult to say actually mm, yeah Mourinho said no, he was fine and, and sort of defended him, which is an interesting. Yeah. Pogba's more of a reputation than a player. Yeah, yeah, this point, yeah that's right. Yeah. Is it Max Murphy ever plays well again? He's an emoji man. Yeah, <laughs> we've yeah. got the movie. Now we've got the footballer. Yeah. <laughs> it's fine. He's sort of doing it the wrong way around. Normally, yeah. a footballer when they retire, you kind of think to yourself, "No, but, but Jamie Redknapp was actually quite a cultured player back in the day." You know, Gary Lineker was a great goal scorer, whereas whereas Paul Pogba, you're thinking, "No, but he, he might be a great chat show host." Of the future. We said last week there's going to be a very big season for Paul Pogba, but on that performance it was rather disappointing it was rather Very kind much. of but it was only the super cup. Yeah, the only cap the only cap actually no, you can make that is you're right it's a super cup the not so super cup and and they, he was playing against head and shoulders the best mm. midfield in the world football he's not going to be playing against that quality every week <laughs> in the Premier League I'll tell you that now well, listen we're going to talk about Stoke later trust me he's not going to he's not going to be worried about that oh my goodness yeah well Mourinho the, 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 the chat coming from his gob was, was <laughs> as interesting as ever because he's he's laying the foundations again for a decent season but perhaps not a title yeah. winning season he was saying how you know Manchester United are, are a top three side and money wise you know I think they are top of the tree aren't they in sort of marketing and so on and so forth but he's saying you know well in the next couple of seasons we'll get back to that top level and uh, I think he's also trying to make sure he, he stays in a job for, for a bit longer mm, yes. as well yeah. that kind of job I'll I, I just reiterate what I said on, on the show earlier in the week he will say anything I mean he will say anything mm. we were talking about before the show and in, in the post-match interview he appeared to sort of contradict himself a little bit yeah. um, with one or two different bits and pieces as he was saying it's a big season for, for not just for Paul Pogba but for Man United as well of course I mean we, we talked about this in, in the past but seven, six or seven teams this season doesn't go into four mm-hmm. there's going to be some I mean there was a high profile casualty with Chelsea a couple of seasons ago could see one of them again this season mm-hmm. I'm not mm-hmm. suggesting it'll be Man United but you, sure. you, never, you never know but Jim with, with Mourinho he's made three big signings Lindelof Matic and Lukaku we yeah. know about the latter two very well in the Premier League of course Mourinho does love to sign the finished article oh absolutely he's not one for the youth policy well, shall we what say what is interesting 
thing is the sort of I suppose you'd call it the, the Chelseafication of Man United, isn't it? Mm. I mean, you've got one matter already. They're obviously Mourinho. They're bringing Matic in. Lukaku had his history yeah. there, and he, you know, Lukaku was signed to basically replace Drogba, and we we know that you know, but back in the day when he signed for Chelsea, and we know that um, you know he absolutely loves those sort of big battering ram forwards. So he is just trying to mould this this United team back into the the, the, the kind of prototype he had at Chelsea. And it, you're right, yeah, he doesn't. I mean, you made the point earlier off, off air very well that he was so frustrated with Luke Shaw because he just basically couldn't immediately fulfil all of his potential. Mm. And yeah, you're right. It Do is, you think uh, Man United fans will be happy with the Chelseaification of their club? Well, it's a and will Peter game. Kenyon come back? I think, that's, <laughs> I think that's a bold statement from Jim. That's a big, big terminology. <laughs> Putting put it right amongst it early yeah. on. The, the, the signing of Lindelof's an, Lindelof's an interesting one because I do agree with you. He does like to sign the finished article as a player. He must really rate Lindelof because he's only 23. He looks a good player. I mean, mm. he, I think he did okay in, in the Super Cup considering he, he seems to have everything about him. I think he'll probably play um, with Eric Bailly when he's fit. And, mm-hmm. and I guess, because I, I think he's an improvement on Jones and Smalling personally. But we'll, we'll see how well he adjusts, you know. But it was a big baptism of fire for the season for United against uh, against Real Madrid. And you just know that Mourinho was a little bit annoyed at the back of his mind because I used to manage Real Madrid and they're really good. And they're yeah, better, yeah, yeah. You know? I, look, Real Madrid, they were the better side. Don't get me wrong. They're the best side in, in Europe. There's no doubt about that. You know, the trophy would suggest. Uh, but Manchester United, you know, they, they got a goal back. Marcus Rashford had that chance. Mm-hmm. You know, it was actually well, quite Lukaku nice missed an easy chance as well, by the way. Well, yeah, Pogba put one over the bar. Yeah, that's right. But you L- know, Lukaku had a rebound which he missed before he scored his his goal, which would be massive for him, of course, because he's he's had that he's had that millstone round his neck um, of not scoring in quotes against be- big and, and better clubs. But, uh, yeah, yeah, that's going to be big for his confidence getting that goal. But mm. you're right, they did have chances. I thought that was a ex- uh, good point because Lukaku actually put himself about, and right, you say for Everton he was. Was accused of against bigger sides, you know, even in Merseyside derbies and all that kind of stuff. He went missing a little mm. bit. He actually he threw his weight around a bit. He got a goal. It wasn't uh, a blisteringly good performance, no. but for crying out loud, he's well, playing I, the best I, side. But, didn't but you? But you do sort of think that um, the difference between Real Madrid, who won't necessarily stifle play in 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 the in their own defence, effectively, mm. people who are rocking up at Old Trafford, though, they're going to just line up with five at the back, four yeah. at the back, and they're mm. just going to try and stifle play. And I think he's going to find it a lot harder. He's not mm. going to be able to run into space. He's not going to be able to bully players and run at them. He Either. So it's going to be they, they difficult for him. They struggled last season. United breaking teams down at home, mm-hmm. and that, I think that's part of the, the thinking behind signing Lukaku right. as well. But, yeah. but yeah, sorry, Jim, go on. Well, we've seen before that Lukaku can be marked out of a game, so that, that mm. could be it. Could be an awkward fit there if he can get one against Real Madrid, mate. Yeah, he, he can get one against uh, <laughs> anyone. Yeah. <laughs> uh, just to, just before you do the, the only slight, th- the only thing that I thought was spectacularly strange in the game, going back to Real Madrid, was it was an injury time. It was a free header. It was Sergio Ramos from a corner, and he went. Why? I know. Don't even need to score. And therefore rip the football space-time continuum. <laughs> so now all bets are off. Now. Yeah. Can happen. Exactly. He'll um, never score again. Man United are seven to two second favourites with Bet three six five to win the Premier League this mm. season. It's a ten pound on that will return forty five pound including the state. I think that's a fascinating uh, uh, thing that they've been instilled as second favourites. There's a lot of lot of questions that need to be answered by Man United. So yeah, seven to two with Bet three six five. A lot of people fancy them, and, and that dynamic between Lukaku and Pogba could work on the pitch. We saw it off the pitch as they rented a mansion in Beverly Hills over the summer well, getting battered in a mansion at Beverly Hills and throwing a reporter <laughs> into a swimming pool yeah I mean, that, that's it was a, a push not a throw okay still okay. <laughs> out of order alright Scaramucci <laughs> <laughs> oh the Mooch in town I'm a front pusher <laughs> yeah Mooch <a> speller <laughs> it was a yellow not a red <laughs> is all I'm yeah. saying <laughs> oh dear yeah, that me, was yeah, a, little yeah. bit, a little bit out of order it, I m- it may have been staged it's hard to tell I, I, it was hard to tell let's hope so but if it wasn't staged it's shocking just bullying. Let's just yeah. say, if 
they're having a massive party in a mansion in Beverly Hills mm-hmm. and pushing women into swimming pools, and that turns out to be a metaphor for their season. <laughs> Four men in this room are going to have a lovely time. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you're going to push anyone into a swimming pool with a microphone on them, you're push risking electri- electrocution, aren't you? Push a woman, yeah, not, not you're yourself. Right? I'm just saying don't do push it. Push a woman, is that what you're saying? I'm saying don't do it. Oh, because they're not as strong. <laughs> what are you saying? Take the microphone off her and then shove yeah. her. Safety first, people. Yeah. Always looking at the short term, aren't you? Do you remember when Christian Ronaldo threw that microphone in the river? Yeah. yeah. In the World Cup? That's oh, right. Yeah. yeah. All that the fish didn't get electrocuted, did they? No, well, no. you don't know, do you? Well, you well, know. Have you interviewed every fish in that lake? No. Have you seen the film Crocodile Dundee? <laughs> Many times. Yeah. It's not electrocution, but it's the same result. <laughs> I reckon the Alkali Battery did something to their DNA, and now it's a monster fish. Oh, thanks yeah. to Cristiano Ronaldo. There we are, you see. It's all uh, it's all fun and games uh, in the ponds. And some fish you take. It's all fun and games in the pond, Pete. <laughs> okay. All right, that's what wow. that's what the carpy said when they pushed her in. But this man was a small fish in a big pond. Is he a big fish in a smaller pond now? Javier Hernandez at West Ham. He's going to be back at Old Trafford. His old house, he called it. Yeah, yeah. he's not going to celebrate. Apparently, is well, he not? Because well, they're going to lose. Because he, he won't score, he won't a, goal. score <laughs> a goal. Yeah. Don't worry, bro, I'm not going to celebrate. That's, yeah. that's big of you. We didn't think we, you were going to be celebrating. Joking aside, I think he's got potential to be an excellent signing for them. Yeah. Uh, we, said it, we said it earlier in the week. Um, Jim's signing of the summer. It, it, I, I don't think it? I quite said that, but I'm uh, certainly, I'm certainly putting it. it upon you. All right. Well, I'll, I'll take it. Yeah. We tweeted it on your behalf. Okay. Mate. All right. You're, I'll have to stand by that one. You're wedded to it now. Damn. But I know, that, I know that we've talked about transfer fees and they're not really being that meaningful anymore, but 16 million did, was an eye, eye, eyebrow-raising figure, wasn't it, mm-hmm. for yeah. a player of his history and his experience. A few people have said to me they think he's going to flop. I think he. I think for that, for that money and uh, that team, I think he'll be a, a big player. He scored goes wherever he's gone. To varying degrees. I, c- I can't understand why anyone's even thinking twice about signing that player at that amount of money. I they, agree. Yeah, exactly. as well. They've done some decent business there because getting Joe Hart in is, 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 is big. Um, and, you know, that's a position, sorry, um, up front is a position they've really struggled to, to fill, haven't they? Mm. I mean, is it, oh, it's unbelievable. Many, they've signed an amazing amount of strikers since 2010, isn't it? 33 strikers since 2010. Is it Andy Carroll's time? Maybe. <laughs> Sometimes he's, he's it will be. He's injured for the first game of the season, so yeah, don't worry is. about it. Oh, stunning news. <laughs> I'll tell you what, if he was on the Man United bench, Real Madrid wouldn't have known what to do. <laughs> <laughs> no, I agree with that. No, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They've got an extra time. Yeah, I think they probably would have brushed it off, though. But then it's all lifts and butts, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> you know, hindsight's a, a wonderful thing when you're talking about transfers. Um, let's move on. Oh, yeah, talking of hindsight, Newcastle United. Um, They're back, baby. They, We're yeah. back, yeah. They warmed up nicely uh, for their return to the league with a win against Hellas Verona. Yes. <laughs> it was Hellas boring. Hellas of... Uh, <laughs> was it? Yeah. Was it? Did you watch it, Pete? I did watch it, yeah. Well, what, was was, the, what was the uh, score? The, NUFC, the, the official NUFC website uh, did a stream and they were just testing out their streaming software. Crashed, didn't work most of yeah. the time. It was mm. fantastic. But yeah, actually no. needs to put 50p in the meter. It's actually very <laughs> underwhelming. The, 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 uh, the thing about the Newcastle thing, I'm sure Pete can wax more lyrically than me about this, is, um, is that... So, they've been promoted to the Premier League, as we all know. We all know the money-making sort of enterprise <laughs> that the Premier League can be for a club. And, and, and you know, you'd think to an extent mm-hmm, they're for mm-hmm. an owner. Of a, a man who we're talking about who is already a billionaire. <laughs> okay? I'm not suggesting he needs to... Just, you know, do his family out of new shoes. <laughs> but what I am suggesting is... Or pay his staff properly. Yeah. Yeah, he, Although yeah, there yeah, is discounts at Sports Direct. Yeah, he, exactly. <laughs> he probably gets a discount further than that. He you probably would. gets staff as well. Um, <laughs> but, I mean, I, I, let me let me put this another way. I sympathise with Rafa Benitez's position. 
That's probably the more diplomatic way of it. You weren't saying that when Kevin Keegan quit. No. Saying it, what, it wasn't like what it was in the brochure. I, I regularly sympathise with all of Kevin yeah. Keegan's positions. <laughs> but we can't empathise with him. No, yeah. there is a distinction. So, so there is, there is, is there a storm a brewing? Is there a storm a foot? Is it dark over Bill's I ended house? the season by saying I'd be very surprised if Rafa Benitez starts in the dugout for Newcastle United in the Premier League. I was lambasted by a lot of Newcastle fans on, on Twitter and stuff, but I, I think he'll start, but I don't think he'll end the season because uh, he likes to spend a lot of money. He bought six left-backs at Liverpool. I always bring that up. <laughs> not at uh, the same time. Rafa Benitez. No, well, pretty much, That's to be honest. He could not decide on his best left-back, but uh, and, and, and Mike Ashley doesn't like spending any money. Well, we, we should spend say very little money at all in the last three seasons. At the time of recording, Rafa Benitez is still Newcastle yeah. United yeah. manager. Should, and should point out that is still a climb down. By the way, that is a sentence you're going to hear a lot. That's about at the time of recording. Can we have a sweet state. How many times Marcus says that this season? At the time of recording, <laughs> Rafa Benitez is still in a job. He's in the gen- generally in the Newcastle yeah. area. It's a very thin uh, squad for the Premier League. It was a thin squad for the Championship, even. It mm-hmm. was a moneyed squad for the Championship, but they'd sold uh, two fairly big players. So um, to bring to people, get down up, there. bring people up to speed who Newcastle signed so far, they've got Christian Atsu, who was there on mm-hmm. loan anyway. Mm-hmm. And he's uh, decent. He was a good signing. I thought, good. I'm glad he's, we've got him permanently. Hopefully, Ronaldo Aarons can uh, can keep uh, fit and that they're two good uh, wing, wingers for uh, Newcastle. But you need end product, bruv. Javier Manquillo, <laughs> who's the defender they signed from, is it from Atletico via yes. Sunderland? Yes. Yeah, he was, and a, then, he was a, very underwhelming for uh, Sunderland. Sunderland fans were like, why did they pick Benita him up? Benitez said about him and about Florin Lejean, I think it's pronounced. He said that they're both really good young defenders with great potential mm. and stuff. And I was thinking, I don't want to be, sort of be reductive about it or be a bit old-fashioned, but that they need like proper solid bodies in there. Do, yeah. Well, they need people with like, Premier League experience, which, by and large, we don't really have in, in, in droves. Well, it seems to be as well, you know, that, that comes at a premium, doesn't it? Um, mm. I mean, they're talking about trying to sign Lucas Perez from Arsenal. Right? Yeah. It's, it's a defeat about it. It's what, 11, 12 million? Which seems a steal for him because obviously, mm. you know, he's not play, played a lot, but he looks like an efficient striker. He's I think, a top four, I think he's he a top four do, footballer. I think he'd probably do well there. How after but Wilfred Bonny? I, 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 I don't think he's proven to be a top four. Sorry, I, sorry he's players for a top four club. Yeah, which exactly, is, you know, exactly, yeah. But yeah. Who, from what I've seen of him, not top four club anymore. From what I've seen of him, I think he'd do a job there. I agree, Jim, and I think it's weird. Are you going to say that it's weird that Ashley's sort of bulking well, 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 they're, they're, they're in this playing, market they're, yeah. pl- they're playing hardball but he, as was an interview by a radio station and basically he said that uh, he asked he talked to Arsene Wenger he said uh, let's talk about this player and Arsene Wenger literally said let's talk money first yeah. you know he literally, he literally said that can, and, I, and, can I put a target out there that I think would perhaps lend himself to Newcastle fans and you're saying Marcus rightly they need Premier League experience Joey Barton <laughs> the, the strange thing is that went through my mind. I thought, no, I'm not going to say that. Well, that's the difference between you and me. No, yeah. I appreciate you. He can, anchor the, he can anchor the midfield and get old John Drup, uh, you know, attacking. So. You yeah. got John Drup, Shelby. Yeah. What more do you need? He could, him, he, he, him and Shelby in the midfield together. He can attack people with an actual anchor. <laughs> <laughs> There's uh, one player called is it Mikel Marino that you've signed? Because mm. I, I read an interesting thing about him. It was um, I, th- <laughs> I think it was a sort of Newcastle-focused blog, and the description of Mikel Marino was. He was very highly rated two seasons ago. <laughs> yeah, he's on, like, he's on loan from uh, Dortmund, but uh, it's just nice. That we got Murphy in from uh, Norwich. Nice, to just have an actual Newcastle fan playing for Newcastle United. It's been twenty years, I think, mm, at least. Really? <laughs> is, it, wasn't it uh, Freddie Shepherd who wanted a team of Geordies? Team of Geordies, yeah, yeah. good luck with that. Which would have been great. You'd have been in the, the Athletic Bilbao. <laughs> yeah. 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 Maybe improve the academy, mate. He Maybe put somebody into that. He yeah. wanted to do the Lisbon Lions, but from Newcastle. Is that right? Yeah, yeah. The, there the, we the are. Sort of, I don't know the Gallagher gerbils or something. It's all very. It's all. It's all 
already very depressing, and I think Newcastle yeah. are going to find it well, very Newcastle hard to... Well, Newcastle have uh, made an approach uh, to loan Chelsea's uh, Brazilian uh, youngster, Kennedy. Uh, this is the guy who was sent home from Chelsea's Far East tour by posting a naughty message, which sort of roughly translates to, like, sod China or screw right, yeah. China. In other yeah. words, he was kind of like, what is this country about? Kind of thing. That, yeah. was, the, that was the gist. He did apologise, though, Peter, because I know you don't to like... To his accountant, because he'll never get a move out there. I know you don't like that sort of thing, <laughs> the man. His, his agent was like, what are you doing? <laughs> That's where all the money lives. This is We're also a country you shouldn't be insulting. <laughs> well, he did say, uh, he posted this saying, hello, my friends. I love that. <laughs> We're not your friend. Uh, just wanted to say sorry if someone was sad, because I used the expression pora, and there was no racism, just an expression, big hug. Mm. I love that classic kind of like, I'm sorry if you were offended. Yeah, kind yeah. Of. But Listen, are you happy now he's going to Newcastle, possibly? Because he's, he's, he's clean. Well, I, I, he's I, he's I, swiped the slightly. He started a message with, hello, my friends, and ended up with a big hug. What's, what, what would you <laughs> Exactly. What's your problem? We got John in midfield, for crying out loud, who's had his own uh, problems with saying yeah. things that he yeah. said he didn't mean. Yeah, yeah. You get Joey Barton, you yeah. got a full house. You do quite well with the old immorality policy, don't you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Opened our policy. Um, second second saloon. I did think, uh, Peter, that there's there's a, there's a there's an elder statesman of the game who's a free agent now, who I've um, mistakenly put down as Shat given in the, uh, the running order. <laughs> it's obviously a Shay given. Well, he's getting on now. Yeah. He will do that. No Shats were given, perhaps. <laughs> but uh, he, he's, he said he's looking for one last job in the Premier well, League. Well, he's unlikely going to get a few many clean sheets with that name, is he? <laughs> 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 having that? <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's been busy keeping. Um, he's been keeping himself busy throughout the keeping, summer. Keeping, keeping. Yeah, with keeping Mac- on, keeping on with Macclesfield because uh, his old pal Steve Watson is the Similar assistant manager. I didn't even know that. I'm a big fan of Stevie Watson. Yeah, working his way up. Utility the, player. If, if Rafa goes, what do you think? Is that <laughs> enough experience? Steve for the job? Watson played every uh, position on the pitch back in the day, apart from goalkeeper. I think. Did he not? Did he oh, no, wait, no, it might be centre-back he didn't play. One of the positions he didn't play. I think he had a little stint I think he goal. did have a stint and goal. Yeah. 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 Can, that's can, can I fast-forward you guys just to, just because I want to get Pete's opinion on it, <laughs> the quote of the summer Here we go. from the aforementioned Mike Ashley, yep. who we talked about. Um, oh, well, listen, this this will tell you exactly what he is, in fact, spending <laughs> his money on. Um, he said, uh, I'll just read the quote, unfettered okay. quote. Right. My thing is not to drink regularly, <laughs> it is binge drinking. I am trying to get drunk. <laughs> And he also described himself as a power drinker. You forget the context. It was in a court of law. Yeah, and, and it was <laughs> referencing, referencing a, a business meeting which he had to excuse himself from the table at, in a pub yeah. and uh, vomit in the fireplace. <laughs> Didn't so, he go as well? This is the stuff he's, he's happy to talk about. <laughs> right, right. What's he covering up? In front of the law. What's he covering up? To be honest, mon- Monday through, like Sunday through Thursday, I don't drink at all, but Friday, Saturday, I'm very much in the Ashley camp. You're a power drinker. I'm yeah. a power drinker. <laughs> Yeah. Me so and him, whoa, we love you, Um Yeah. <laughs> talk, it, talk it out. Thrash out some business deals. Yeah, thrash <laughs> out. One of you later forgets agreeing to. <laughs> Probably you. Vomit in a fireplace. I've bought a human-sized fidget spinner to play in defence. <laughs> Shit. Well, you know, you're the voice of Sports Direct Radio. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, minions. Keep working. Yeah. <laughs> if indeed you are working today, yeah. zero hours. Oh, it is binge drinking. I'm trying to get drunk. Yeah. Trying. Yeah. In his 40s, isn't he? He's succeeding. In his 40s or his 50s? I, I mean, know. yeah. Something like that. It won't matter if he carries on like that. No. My goodness. My goodness. Heavy drinkers past 50 tend to lose weight. So I think he's very much in that kind of lovely purple patch. Well, I look forward to that. In the mid 40s. I look forward to that myself. Where you're just big all over. Oh, superb. Uh, Before we uh, move on um, from Newcastle United, Mitrovic. 
Oh, Mitro's <laughs> been been sounding very positive, which which is great. And he it's did like re- the club clearly want to sell him, but he's like, I'm loving Newcastle. <laughs> Woo! Well, he has got a bit of Premier League experience, of course. In his in his first top flights, then he reminded us, um, saying, "I scored nine goals in my first season in the Premier League in one of the worst teams." That is not bad. <laughs> that is not bad. Yeah, you're going to be another worst team in the Premier Pete, League. You're you are right. He's absolutely loving it. And the type of character he is, he knows the club want to move him on, right? <laughs> but he's not he's not interested. He wants to start. I can imagine like him being ferried to another club to sign a new contract. Walking in there, going, just tearing the contract yeah. up, Pre- walking out again. Pre-season, he kicked. Uh, I think I can't remember which team it was. It was German team. Kicked the keeper of the ass. No, like, I mean, that's like eighties football. He's still at twenty-two as well, isn't he? Yeah. I, 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 I still think there's a player inside, but New he has shown. He has shown. Yeah, I'm I'm climbed that from the, down down from that particular the 14th ladder. Fourteenth, New Alan Shearer. <laughs> well, he lives on the same street as Alan Shearer. Apparently, oh, yeah. almost the same, isn't it? Yeah, they, they're <laughs> probably they're all along there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Do you remember so at the, um, <laughs> when they won the league? <laughs> sort of the uh, you know the, the celebrations at the end. He was just lobbing champagne bottles around, sort yeah. of indiscriminately. Yeah. <laughs> when, they, when they won the championship, they've never won the top flight. That's, yeah, that's obviously what I meant. Yeah, yeah, no, it's still A League, isn't it? Yeah. Just wanted a dig at Pete. All right. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, Follow him nowadays. But Pete, just so you know, in that year um, that they came very close to winning it, Kevin Keegan would have been the only Englishman to win the Premier League. <laughs> <laughs> so is, he, is, is, is that it, is right? It fitting, perhaps, that he's the man who's come the closest. <laughs> he'd, he'd have loved that. Yeah, he'd have a lovely time, wouldn't he? Oh, dear. Well, Newcastle hosts Spurs, the only side in the league who haven't signed anyone yet thus far, despite Danny Rose's best efforts. Mm. Um, they haven't signed uh, any one yet they are fuming the fans mm-hmm. with Danny Rose aren't they it's fair to yeah, say yeah. a lot of anger outpouring last because it's one of those things on Twitter where I saw I saw um the, the, the search terms which trending yeah. Danny Rose was like right at the top I was like what can that be about what's he yeah. done yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then it came out very in- incredible timing that interview don't well, you it's think? very pointed isn't it yeah I mean he's, yeah. he's on a he's on a small amount of money compared to sort of you know equivalent players like, is it about 60 grand a week he gets which sounds ridiculous but when you look at like Jesse Lingard being on 100 grand or whatever it's like well, well, you can whatever the figures are he, he he feels like he's he's worth more yeah and and he probably could get more if he was to, to sign for a, another top side well, you have to well, the way Spurs structure their wages they, they incentivise players don't they so yeah. what's regularly reported is the basic wage which may not be that accurate but but having said that can Danny Rose get more money elsewhere <clears throat> yes, it, yes he can so so that that, 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 that does ring true um, I just thought the timing of it was absolutely incredible I mean, he gave an interview back in March didn't he with Five Live where he sort of he talked a bit about with a bit of admiration I suppose you could judge it for the, for the Chelsea squad and then, and then the, the, the most amazing quote I thought was that he said um, we need to sign two or three players Players, but instantly recognisable players, not players you have to Google. Mm. Which is a craziness. Isn't say. that just a sort of quite badly worded way of saying you know we're at a, we're, at, we're at a higher level now? We can afford to get in some sort of you know household names. I think M- it's just poorly phrased. M- That's M- surely what he means. I think look at his history, see which players he's been searching. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> you know? he might just not have a lot of football knowledge. Yeah, I was going to yeah. say, yeah. he might not have his Bing. <laughs> <laughs> like Asu Akoto. <laughs> we we've all heard of him. Do you know what the number one Bing search is? Google. 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 Yeah. Google. That's wonderful, isn't yeah. it? Uh, right, well, uh, coming up after the break, we're going to talk a little bit about Manchester City and Everton. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. 
I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. I've never felt this bad ever. Welcome back to the Football Ramble Preview Show, everybody. Oh, we've got a bit of news for you. You can come and see us in the flesh live. It's the London Podcast Festival, Friday the 15th of September. Tickets are available at thefootballramble.com forward slash news. 7pm uh, at King's Place in King's Cross. It's going to be a lol fest. Get, <laughs> get involved. Still tickets available. We'd love to see you. Footballramble.com forward slash news. Wonderful stuff. Uh, it's now time for correspondence with Pete. Oh, it is time for correspondence. Oh, you've got the run and order the same as the rest of us. <laughs> well, I wasn't reading it. No. I was getting excited oh. about I was getting excited about the idea of seeing me in the flesh. Yeah. And I got a flat <laughs> I got a flashback. Uh, hello to uh, You have Cri- got a fleshy back. I hello to <laughs> I got fat back. Uh, hello to uh, Chris who ends the email I must say by saying uh, best of regards which is quite nice. Uh, I was planning on sending the story for uh, a different podcast but I never got round to it. So Why, why are you telling us this? <laughs> well, that's what he said. No, that's he he started, I know, I know, yeah. good point. Uh, after Pete mentioned the popular toy the fidget spinner uh, on the new Ramble episode I figure I owe it to him to uh, send this email in before it's too late. From my home nation of Canada, uh, Chris has sent sent in a story about a man who managed to, a Calgary man, uh, managed to slice off his own penis uh, because (laughs) he attached a razor blade to a fidget spinner. Oh, my God. Now, we knew how this was going to end. Actually, no, we we didn't. Why did he have his penis out? That's surely scenario. Pete, I don't don't want to be out of order here, but if any of the people I know were going to do that, it would be you. Well, Mm -hmm. if I was, I know what uh, brand of razor blade I'd use. So, there we go. Uh, hello to uh, Jason. Jason Ives. Hello, sir. Here you go. Having a go at me. Yeah. Here's your, here's your penance. Dear Mr. Moore. Do you make penance? <laughs> Is your penance? He's written, uh, well, he's written in, in the subject Moore. line a short message for Mr. Luke Moore. It's not that short. Yeah, like, okay. he, he just he, he got on a roll and kept going, Pete, to be honest. They never are. They never are. <laughs> Dear Mr. Moore. I uh, listen with interest to your return in the first episode of the Football Ramble for the season. You and your colleagues were every bit as humorous and as informative as I recall. <laughs> Thanks. Doesn't sound like a dig. <laughs> However, I must take you to task on your patronising characterisation of Aston Villa fans such as myself. When talking about the first appearance of John Terry in the Claret Blue of Villa, you remarked, Aston Villa fans need to understand that because the Championship is a low standard of football, it doesn't mean that people can't run as fast. Thank you for your kind advice, Luke, but I would respectably, uh, res- respectfully uh, put it to you that Aston Villa fans know full effing well how tough the championship is, possibly more than you do given that you have spent less time here uh, because you're obviously a Portsmouth fan uh, we also know that John Terry is far from uh, being guaranteed as a saviour of our club, do you not think we know how uh, how old and slow he is, do you not think we understand that in addition to his experience he brings with him a certain je ne sais quoi that has the power to split a dressing room and undermine a manager, yes we know all of those things and more, we have the unbridled prospective pleasure of seeing exactly what he can contribute to our team for a mere £50,000 per week Mr Moore, I put it to you that nobody is better placed than us to know about all of the dreadful and tragic and frustrating things that have happened at our club over the last several seasons. So please feel free to keep up an honest commentary about our club. Do not hesitate to point out to your listeners all the big and little ways that the always excellent villain management are fucking up our heritage. That's why we listen. But please do not pretend for a second that you are telling us, the long-suffering fans, something we don't already fucking know. 
Um, can I Thank have... you for your efforts on the programme. I very much enjoy listening and wish you all uh, the team and everybody else uh, the, 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 the very best for your future endeavours. Um, what I will say to that is that they're away at Cardiff at the weekend, they're going to struggle. <laughs> <laughs> I would say, um, are you a Jody? <laughs> <laughs> oh, P.S. Most of us predicted the demise of Tim Sherwood long before you did, so don't act all summer about that one either. <laughs> I, I think, I mean, all of us predicted the demise of Tim Sherwood immediately. <laughs> yeah. By all of us, I mean everyone bars Tim Sherwood in the species. I mean, we I mean we're here to talk about it. We do appreciate this gentleman um, uh, carrying on with his listenership with the football. <laughs> football <though. laughs> did the Thank font get bigger much. and bigger as that email went on? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'd hate to see a long message. That's a I short know. One. Yeah. My goodness. Yeah. What was his name? Uh, his name's Jason. Thanks, Jason. Jason. Thank you, Jason. Jason. Yeah. Imagine being called Jason. Yeah, yeah, Terrible, yeah. wouldn't it? Jason, next time, don't talk about the championship on the previous show. We tend to be talking about <laughs> <Yeah>. the <laughs> Um, uh, let's talk about Manchester City, um, yeah. a side who certainly know how to sign uh, quality players. Um, they're being tipped uh, for the title this season, as they were by many last season, of course. But Pep has a Premier League season under his formidable belt, and they've spent big uh, on a couple of signings from Monaco called Silva and Mendy. The goalkeeping situation has uh, been spiced up with, with Edison. Carl Walker, we mentioned him, of course. Danilo from, from Real Madrid, he loves a fullback, mm. doesn't he? <laughs> doesn't he? he lo- I expect one more fullback to join them. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, th- I think the players they've signed so far are fantastic. Perhaps we under underplayed that a bit on 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 the show earlier in the week. I think Bernardo Silva's got potential to be the signing of the summer in the Premier League. I mean, mm. do you remember? I don't know if you guys remember it. He was excellent against City in the Champions mm. League in that game um, when he played off the right. And Little he, did they know how much of a shot window that game was. Well, quite. Yeah, exactly, yeah. I know, right? And um, yeah, he's got great feet. He looks quite strong as well, which is obviously important for the Premier League. He's brilliant pass of the ball, intelligent. He's, I mean, he's potentially going to be the signing of the summer. He's got everything. I think Mendy's a fantastic left side player as well. Very very strong and with actually quite good feet as well um, they've, they've strengthened really well I, I think I mean th- there's a bit of um, I think there was a bit of sort of chat about Edison perhaps not playing that well pre-season I have to be honest I haven't seen yeah, Manchester season, season. But going back to Bernardo Silva it's interesting because Pep Guardiola as we all know from that great Barcelona side you know Busquets, Xavi and Iesta would, would Silva be the kind of the Busquets because if you look at the players he's got around him you know De Bruyne could, could have another uh, good season again you know David what? Silva's still there. I, th- I think De Bruyne needs like a bigger season than he had last yeah, I think this is the season that he might really kind of. Yeah, true. I, I think I, I, I think um, Silva will play further forward than that. Do you think? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I, I think so. So yeah. who would you fancy anchoring in that side? Because that, big Yaya, the old man, yeah. he's still there. Well, I think Pace might be a bit of a problem in the centre of it and, yeah, and work yeah, yeah, rate as well. Yaya's turned his turned his time around. I mean, he seems to be the man to, to go. Well, not to, yeah. the go-to man, but he plays there now, <laughs> doesn't he? It's compared to the start of the season last season. But the, the, the areas they've strengthened. You look at that where they've strengthened um, compared to say where Chelsea have strengthened, mm-hmm. which is basically just replacing players that are leaving I mean I know that 20 I think 22 players have left City this summer um so there, there is, there is. I mean, it's weird because most lot of clubs at the top seem to have had an overhaul, don't they? Yeah. Um, I think they've strengthened really well. I, I do think, though, that given the season they had last season, when they struggled for, um, for I guess fluidity and consistency yeah. Yeah. of results, which means they didn't win the Premier League and they didn't really cut that come that close to winning it. Mm-hmm. Um, their favourites for the Premier League this season with, with bet three to five, nine to five. So ten pound then with, with them uh, returns twenty eight pound including stake. What I will say is, never mind the, the, the anchorage of midfield, but I do take the point. They probably need another centre back, and they probably yeah, need. They do because if company can't stay fit. 
Well, they seem like a different side. But there's an awful lot of competition in that midfield because Gundogan will be coming back. But people forget about Gundogan, don't yeah. they? Yeah, exactly. It's we started like a new so signing, well. Jim. Yeah, quite. We've had yeah. that before. <laughs> I know, but uh, the front line will be interesting. Aguero's still there. There's a few people thought he might leave. Jesus is, yeah. is coming back. Sterling will fancy uh, yeah. having a crack. At yeah, it's, I'm surprised they let Iheanacho go, but given the you know the, the fitness track record of Aguero and that Jesus got a uh, got a big injury last season, and who knows if that that will continue. I, I imagine the player would have agitated to move to play more because you know. Wilfred Bonny is still there at the time That's of That's amazing, isn't it? <laughs> so maybe there's something in that. But he had a great time at Stoke as well. For a game, he had a great time at Swansea. But he, uh, he's had a bit of a clear out as Pep Guardiola, which is quite a Pep Guardiola thing to do. Mm. Zabal, just to name some of the biggest ones Zabaleta, Clichy, Navas, Caballero, Sanya, Nolito, Kolarov, Fernando, Ian Atchu, and of course Joe Hart. There are a couple of old players there, though. Colin Bell. Zabaleta, I think, was always going to move on. Navas was always going to move on. On. Yeah. Caballero as well, but he's but it still happened though. Yeah, you know? true. No, I, I, I said earlier, twenty-two players in total have left the, the Etihad one way or another. Well, yeah, Arturo is still there, you know, because you would have thought he might be in that list of players, but clearly not. Maybe he will do as uh, as, as before the window shuts. Sami Nasri, he'll be probably off at some point, I'd imagine. Pep doesn't need yeah. him <laughs> knocking around the place. <laughs> Nelito <laughs> wearing as well. Like he's he's ruthless, isn't he, Guardiola? Yeah, Mourinho but, does this as but, well. But Guardiola, he is quite um, an intense character, and he doesn't like any confrontation. Ibrahimovic will certainly testified to that and mm. in Bayern Munich they said he could be a bit prickly and quite standoffish at mm. times and, and, and so someone like Sami Nasri you know he doesn't want any kind no. of nonsense but he does like to um and we saw that with Joe Hart as well when when uh, he first got there. But he does like to just kind of clear. If you're not fitting in the system for tactical reasons, personal reasons, he will just go get rid of a load of players. And, and he's obviously signed a few, and they look they, they, they could do something. They start at the Amex, don't mm -hmm. they? they? They go to, to the Amex on Saturday. Evening. They do. Lovely to have Brighton in the top flight. Mm. Well, I was at Brighton for the for their last preseason uh, friendly of the summer uh, against Atletico, who played a pretty strong team. And, and Atletico, I can't remember much of this. I mentioned it earlier in the week, but forgive me. Um, but far away, sir. Atletico won three two, but it was a great atmosphere down there, mm. you know. And, and even though it was a friendly, and of course Atletico Madrid fans played their part because there was quite a few of them there, the atmosphere was fantastic, and, and there was a really positive vibe around the place. It's a nice new stadium; mm -hmm. it's a real destination to go and watch mm. a football game as well. Um, and they're delighted to be in the Premier League, especially <laughs> given the, the sort of the, the sort of circumstances and how they made it there. Mm -hmm. I think it was the third time I've asked yeah. them; they came very close before that. They're delighted to be there, and I wouldn't be surprised if that's a tough place to go for Man City on the opening mm. day because Brighton will be cock-a-hoop they mm, really yeah. will well Chris Hooten's a canny operator and hopefully be treated with a bit more respect this time he's in the Premier League Peter, Peter yeah. <laughs> replaced by Pardew within six months <laughs> <laughs> drawing 4-4 four, four Arsenal soon after yeah. <laughs> but he's a new pundit isn't he got himself a big oh, old gig a, Pardew. Pardew. Pardew, right. I think it, it'll probably start very very strongly I expect would you have not affected him <laughs> yeah. by the end of it he won't even be able to speak English <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. by the end of it he'll just be wetting himself and crying into the mic. Oh, but Sky Which Sports. we've all done in this room, by the way. Yeah, true enough. He'll be quoting Byron on his, yeah. First, yeah. On his first interview. Sky Sports will have definitely played yeah. their part, though. It'll in be his, like, broadcast. his first broadcast will be like uh, Lincoln's Gettysburg Address. <laughs> 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 Lovely old job. Um, he's good to have uh, Anthony Knockout and Glenn Murray back for another swing yeah, in yeah. the big league. I was, I was surprised because it's, it's funny because that gap between the second tier and the top flight is, is quite big. And if you look at Stockdale, just immediately moved uh, to Birmingham. Mm. I don't know what the situation was there, but he clearly it, that's happened more than once with Stockdale. I, think. I don't know if he thinks of himself as a Premier League keeper or his successive managers don't. Uh, I thought I thought Glenn Murray would move on. I have to be honest, but I'm delighted to see Anthony Knockout in the Premier mm. League because he's the, he, listen. What you want. 
is you want in an ideal situation that the standout player in the second tier which was knockout last season mm-hmm. plying his trade in the top flight mm-hmm. and seeing what he's like I'm excited yeah. to see that Murray did okay though when he was playing uh, was it for Crystal Palace yeah. he did score he's, a few he's goals he's very busy yeah, yeah. I, mean, I think he got a red card or two but um, he, he's, he's a decent player and, and, and he, did, he has scored a few in the Premier League I, he I, had terrible injury trouble though yeah. he didn't play in the friendly I saw and I didn't and um, um, uh, Anthony Knockout came on he didn't, I didn't see an awful lot of him so yeah. I don't know what sort of shape he's but in but they've, they've signed uh, the Dutchman uh, Davey I think it's Proper is how you pronounce it but we will be calling him Proper Davey Proper Proper, and, uh, proper football, football, football for a player for a, for, well, it was a club record fee although they look set to break that record again um, Brighton by signing Club Bruges and Colombia winger Jose Izquierdo uh, who's a tricky player with an eye for goal so he might be able to I mean no, I know, he sounds like he'll be the model of consistency <laughs> <laughs> oh, I was about to say yeah. Yeah, I oh, mean, that's like a Carlos Kickerball shot yeah. that's yeah. like I'll be honest I'll be honest I've never seen him play yeah. you, know, you, can, you can judge on that all you want it's yeah. a, that's my job it's, 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 it's like watching Look North uh, yeah. and like seeing like a grainy videotape in the 90s so oh, look this is what, him, yeah. what he did in League 2 what, look a club record for you for a newly promoted side <laughs> yeah. um, and he scored a few uh, a fair few goals in the Dutch League what yeah. could go wrong no, right, right, yeah. love it okay. love a mercurial South American winger love me a Jefferson Montero type yeah. Yeah. here's another one indeed yeah um, uh, let's, uh, let's move on to Everton another side who have uh, spent a fair few quid in, in the transfer window many people will be watching them with intrigued to see what big Ron Koeman comes up yeah. with. They've Rotation, probably. Well, because <laughs> they've just, got every player. Just with the goalkeepers. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they've got three. They've, they've, they've got, obviously, Stecklenburg, Jordan Pickford, and, and spare a thought for Joel Robles. Yeah. yeah I mean, I mean, I mean, you, you mentioned earlier that you, you don't know if Roberts will get a look at him. I mean, he and Steckenlenburg played a similar amount of games last season, in fairness. I mean, yeah. they split it sort of 50-50 between them. Well, it's going to have to be a third. Yeah, well, P- Pickford's going <laughs> to obviously come in and start, and, and one of them is going to miss out, clearly. But Steck- is Steckenlenburg played in the World Cup final? Yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, he's got a lot of uh, a lot well, of a pedigree. Now. Yeah, no, yeah. but for a goalkeeper, I mean, he's not that old, is Jimmy, he? Jimmy Troy apparently has won the yeah. Champions League. <laughs> 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 yeah, right now. But they've um, also strengthened at the back with Michael Keane. Yes, yeah. they have. And I, 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 think they've, I think, you know, look, this, it's been a statement summer for Everton and the best way of putting it is it's been a statement summer I like that and they need they, 11 players Bank have come statement. in yeah well quite Nay. 11 players have come in and 19 players have, have gone out mm. Koeman is going big or going mm. home <laughs> uh, no question about that and and look, let's be bold about it it could go up in flames because he, he, he is going to be judged on how well he can blend that, that, that amount of players and if Sigurdsson comes in as well that's yet another one in what I would argue fits a similar profile to players they've already got I understand Barkley may move on probably will move on but even so they they have to with the money they've spent. I think Sigurdsson will, will tip them over two hundred million. Mm-hmm. They've got to be going for top four. Mm. I, I don't oh, care. Yeah. Th- th- this is a team who's made it into the top four top before four. in the Premier League. They've got to go top four. They're going to have to overhaul some decent quality sides to do it. But that has got to be their aim. Mm. I just don't see how a team who has finished whatever they finished last season seventh, I think was it seventh I think around so. that sort of okay, let, 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 let's say what it was around that sort of a time uh, sorry position. If they don't improve on that after spending that amount of money, I think that's a failure. It has well, to yeah, be of course, but that, that said as well, it's a rare thing that a team that brings that many players in at once uh, do actually go on to sort of succeed straight away. You have to manage like a much bigger dressing room <laughs> right at the, at the start of things. Like you, you, 
I mean, I think they were expecting the two big players, players to leave and, and make a bit of money on that. But like, well, just, and yeah, I, and, and Barkley will eventually probably move. But I don't know. It just, well, seemed, it, it just seemed like you can only have ten players and the goalkeeper on the pitch at any one time. So uh, you, you could yeah. have to manage a lot of personalities there. People who hoped uh, the prem, their Premier League move was going to be a bit more. I don't know. They would get more game time mm-hmm. stuff like that. So I mean, they've got a solid midfield mm. and they've added to the defence. Um, Barkley, uh, if he does go, which looks like he might well do, Davy Clarkson coming in is is, is, a, is a potential replacement for him and well, Wayne Rooney well but that was the interesting thing with Lukaku going there is a spot to be had up front now they've signed Sandra Ramirez who could feature um, big strong centre forward from Spain and he mm. was saying that he could adapt well to English football and and you'd think with with just by looking at the guy and, and seeing him play for a little bit that, that he could well do you've also got Dominic Calvert-Lewin fresh from his under 20 World Cup winning final goal mm. uh, for, for England uh, big strong centre forward too uh, obviously that's what Lukaku was yeah. as well he's got more to his game than just the, the physical attributes obviously and then you've got Wayne Rooney it will be fascinating to see how he deploys Rooney um, well it, I think it, I think Rooney's really important for them not just on the pitch I mean he's, yeah. he's going to be vastly important in blending this squad together mm. and keeping them together and the, uh, I, I was being quite bold earlier but the caveat I'll add is of course I know they've lost a lot of goals in Lukaku Sandra Ramirez it, it's it, a gamble he's a lot more robust than perhaps people might think of a player who's come through at Barcelona and he's yeah. only about 5 foot 10 or something like that he's, he's strong and he drops deep a lot and he can link in and if he can get those um, loads of those attacking the 400 attacking midfielders that Koeman has signed <laughs> who can run beyond him yeah. and they might have a bit of a better time and they might have to share the goals around a bit but they finished 7th last season and they have to improve on that There's no, I mean they can be they can be. it's an abject failure if they don't improve on that it has to mm. be mm. so he only cost 5.2 million which is pretty amazing 22 years old he got pretty Sandra much Ramirez. yeah Ramirez yeah. got pretty much 1 in 2 last season so I mean th- th- his numbers are pretty good mm-hmm. um, but he's never played I mean it is a gamble though you take out Lukaku <laughs> Oh, of course. And you've not brought in a marquee signing. But the thing is, they, they simply can't they can't replace a, a player of yeah, Lukaku's qu- quality, can they? They're just not a big enough sign. So they're, they're going to have to gamble to some degree. Absolutely right, Jim. You have to drill down to that. Lukaku wa- was going to move on. Okay, it, they, It's not feasible for Koeman and Everton, despite their new owners and despite their money, to go, right, we're replacing like for like, we're going to find a 25-goal-a-season striker mm. in the Premier League just to re- do a direct replacement for Lukaku. They had to think outside the box mm. and be a little bit more sort of... Um, sort of creative with it which is why I think Koeman's thought I'm just going to pack my team full of, of creative players and hopefully create a lot of chances and I'm going to have a quite a solid um, a solid back line which I do, to be fair I do think they've got yeah. I think Pickford's a good goalkeeper I think mm-hmm. Keane's a good signing and also as well they've spent a lot of money you do have to balance the books I mean, that, I mean nowadays it's not like you know 15 years ago where managers just go like you know lick their finger and put it in the air oh, what, you know, what, what, what do I want this team to do this season they will have looked at chance creation mm-hmm. and stuff like that they would have yeah, thought yeah, well yeah. Th- that's our biggest problem it's not the finishing that's the, that's the issue but, yeah. in, in their favour massively in their favour and we cannot overlook this they open their campaign against Stoke who have got a chance to be the worst team in the Premier League this season I, and I genuinely mean that maybe Sido will upset Everton but I think mm. just to finish on, on, on Everton um, if I was uh, the owners uh, Everton I would say to, to Ronald Koeman you've made an awful lot of signings here we're looking at Champions League picture of David Moyes he once got us into the Champions yeah. League playoff well <laughs> top four he once got us into the Champions League playoffs <laughs> <laughs> um, Stoke let's just do I mean you've got 
10 to 1 on Everton breaking into that top four this season mm-hmm. with Bet365, by the way. So £10 will return £110, including the stake. But if I can just have a few lines on Stoke, Marcus, if you don't mind. Please. Um, they've lost John Walters. He's a big player for them, just as a personality as well. They lost Anatovic, who can be a little bit streaky, but again, it's proven that when he's on mm-hmm. the song, he's good. Mm-hmm. Uh, they've signed uh, Chupo Moting from Germany. He never scored goals in great quantities, uh, never been prolific. They've got Now's Kurt, his chance. They've got, well, quite. They've got Kurt Zuma on loan, um, yep. who's not played an awful lot of football. I, I do accept that he's got quality. Should be a good sign. Yeah, not played a lot of football. I, I, I do think Stoke are going to struggle. They, they started off last season dreadfully, mm. and I think Hughes can be a bit of a difficult character when it's not going they, well. Mm. I think they're going to struggle. They can lean on Berahino for goals. Well, he hasn't scored for them yet, has he? Which is amazing. <laughs> they let on Bonnie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but now it's time for our bet of the week with Bet365. Yes. You, those, of, those of listeners with, with a slightly longer memory than perhaps us in this room will remember that Liam Robertson, um, as I mentioned on Monday, was, was is still in the hot seat because of his successful bet in the Champions League final last season. He's got back in touch and said, right, to celebrate mine and Pete's team back in the Premier League, I'm going for a straight-up home win for the Toon Army, Pete. Oh, yes! Oh, what a gamble. <laughs> well, hope, hopefully an own goal from Sissoko if the football gods are kind. <laughs> Play your way into the season, Liam. Yeah. What are you doing? Good to hear your guys' lovely dolls at times back again. Um, so Newcastle to beat Spurs on Sunday is indeed 9-2 to two with Bet365 and uh, via Liam Robertson, that's where our £50 will be going this week. A win for those magpies will return £275, including stake, with all proceeds going to Prostate Cancer UK. You must be over the age of 18 to gamble, and please gamble responsibly. And for more information, do go to gamblerware.co.uk. Mate, what I would say is the last time Newcastle played a football match in the Premier League, we won 5-1 against Spurs at St James's Park. So, not brave enough. <laughs> not brave enough to give us the score as well. Now then, let's look ahead to the weekend with Luke Moore. Well, with our listeners, really. Yeah, mm. with our listeners. Um, we've got with everyone. Um, if you do want to get in touch with looking ahead to the weekend, it is on our Facebook page, which is forward slash football ramble, uh, and we'll read them out from there. And of course, you can get in touch on emails with show at thefootballramble.com, which Pete takes care of. Uh, first up, Tom Byfield. I'm looking forward to having Newcastle back in the Premier League. More yeah, Newcastle. I think we all are. Well, mm. hang on, said, I'm not a Newcastle fan. <laughs> uh, but you just know they're guaranteed at least five funny moments per season. Well, it helps the ramble along, I think. It does. And last season felt like an ad break in a sitcom, not having them around. <laughs> 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 I agree with that. Um, Liam Hawks, he says, as a Chelsea fan, I'm looking forward to the usual merry-go-round when September comes and we've lost a few games, Conte moans about the lack of signings and inevitably is sacked and Gus Hiddink comes back to mind the fort. I checked and Gus Hiddink's not working at the moment, so yeah. it could happen. <laughs> really? could happen. I think he's on a retainer. He probably is. Maybe that's from Gus Hiddink. Yeah. <laughs> Just yeah. starting the merry-go-round. An anagram of that is Gus Hiddink. Yeah. Actually. <laughs> um, I fancy Gus to come in, get maybe an FA Cup winner. Yeah. yeah. Like James Walker I'm delighted to see the return of Sir Gary Megson at West Brom oh, yes. to finally bring some attacking <laughs> flair to Pulis's style <laughs> return of the Megs oh, return what, of the Megs what is Megson adding to Tony Pulis's style <laughs> Oi, wait and see mate wait and see <laughs> what, what a gumball yeah he's um, utterly glorious are you a fan of throw-ins <laughs> <laughs> let's ones. have more of them um, and I'll, I'll finish with this one from Glenn Osco who says the title for Spurs all we have to do is win our remaining games and it's in our hands <laughs> It's <laughs> very true. And obviously, nice. every home game will be like a cup final I, I, because they're at Wembley. I, I literally couldn't include the amount of people predicting a Benitez departure and a replacement <laughs> with Pardew. It was literally like a hundred. That's very much no, part of our listeners' mentality. You forget the well. Kinnear stepping stone bit yeah. between. Oh, yeah. Yeah. By the that's way, right. Pete, that's not predictions for the weekend. That's looking ahead. So everyone <laughs> thinks that's going to happen. That wasn't that Kinnear thing. Wasn't a stepping stone. That was like a, a stepping firework. Yeah. <laughs> with a little stepping with a little trap. sort of uh, <laughs> yeah. a little in a swamp. Sort of, a little sort of Dennis 
Dennis Wise kind of like uh, oh. section to the history as well. Fairly ethereal role, Dennis yeah. Wise would play at that Natural point. Natural Gonzalez coming in. Oh, <laughs> yeah, lovely. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I always forget the Dennis Wise thing. And then you think, yeah. oh, he was there and he was there. And then you think, oh, we've got to go home. One thing, <laughs> we, Matthew, one, mate. one yeah. thing we learned from that is that Dennis Wise should never and probably will never have a job involving him wearing a suit. <laughs> does it, it just doesn't fit. <laughs> no. It doesn't fit, does it? just looks like a man at a court appearance. He thinks he's going to court. Yeah, he yeah. does, yeah. And, and, it's, and it, you're probably right to assume that as well. Um, <laughs> thank you very much for listening to the Football Ramble preview show sponsored by Bet365. Pleasure uh, to have the show back once again. Say goodbye, Jim. Goodbye. Say goodbye, Luke. Goodbye. Say goodbye, Pete. Goodbye. It is binge drinking. I am trying to get drunk. <laughs> <laughs> What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.